a lot of us, when we have to make sudden or tough decisions, we just become crippled by fear. What are my options? What are my options? And that's for someone today, because every time you want to make a decision, you want to free yourself from, from any kind of entanglement, you, you just get gripped by fear and you become paralyzed. You, you can't think, you can move, and you start to complain. Don't be like that. Don't be like that. that. That's the same thing that happens when people don't understand that they are a resource or they're an asset. Oh, they're going to sack people. Or they, they, they let you go off from work. They, they let you off. And the next thing, you're gripped by fear. Don't, don't, don't be like that. This, this, this is what you need to think. The earth is the Lord's. If you have a job, let me tell you this, and please let it be very clear in your heart. If you have a job, there is no job on earth that only one person can do. This diver can die five billion feet. No, 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 no. That's not the way God made it. That's why you don't have one person becoming a champion forever. You can have 30 titles, maybe 25. But there are other people who have those titles. Maybe not up to 25, maybe more than 25. But it shows that it is possible. And that's why I tell you every time, every time you hear me share something on radio or someone calls and say something they're doing that they weren't doing before, it is a testimony that you can use. You too can. Do you get it? So don't don't let fear paralyze you. Fill your heart with hope, with the truth of God, with principles of life that never fail. Always think options. Always think possibilities. Always think more. Always think expansion. Do you get it? Another thing we need to realize is this. So because there's there's not only one person in the world that can do that particular thing, um, know that there are also things that you can do as well. There are open doors. There are open doors. There are open doors. Some of you say you pray, you don't even know how to pray. There are open doors. Let my eyes be open that I may see these doors. There are open doors every day, everywhere. So last night, um, before I slept, there's this person I talk to every now and then. I think the person has some sense. And we were chatting. And the next thing, I don't have money. And I said, I'm going to stop talking. I'm going to block you. If you have people like that in your space, <laughs> run. You cannot. It's not permitted to have a person in your space that always complains. Not having money. Their work, their, their work is bad. They hate their boss. God will punish the employer. Nothing is working for them. You don't need those kinds of people in your space. And if you're that kind of person, today you need to deliver yourself. How is it that I've had a beautiful day and I want to go to bed and we're having that final conversation and the next thing, I don't have money. And I said, shut up. I said, the opportunities that God has opened you up to in the last two years, there are many people who've been working for seven years that have not had half of it. They don't, they don't even know that it exists. You've, 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 you've handled it. You've tasted it. You've enjoyed it. And this evening, you're here talking rubbish that, that that you don't have money that things are hard i said don't try it i'm gonna block you i won't even talk to you again because it's a negative vibe it's an evil vibe it's it's a blood sucking vibe all you think about are the things that you don't have all you think about are the things that are not working in your life all you think about is to complain so i ask myself if i'm going to be having a conversation with you and in the end we're not creating anything Nothing new and beautiful is coming out of it. God forbid that I ever have time to sit and talk to you about anything again. I cannot have anybody in my space who is spewing negativity. Ah, this country hard though. Let it be hard for you in Jesus' name. Amen. And all everything, hardness will just finish you. We need to be careful with things we say with our mouths. I, I never say I don't have money. Maybe I don't have cash. God forbid that I will ever say that. Even think. It's an evil thought. How can you not have money when you claim that you know God that has everything? What kind of what kind of child are you? A, the child of a king. You're in the palace and you're saying you don't have food. 
or you don't have shelter. What kind of uh uh-uh, let me not say the word that your Bible used to describe you. Because it's 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 strange. Many of you are listening, you you in fact you generate negative vibes. You just wake up on your generator, negativity, 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 complain, 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 bitterness, bitterness, anger, resentment. That's all you generate. I've told you you need to generate joy, happiness. In fact, you generate the one that you use next week. You know, the way you pump water. When you pump your 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 water, you fill the tank, not because you're going to sit down in your bathroom on your kitchen turn on the taps and drain it that's not the plan some people tell me i know we pump water twice in our compound we have four five tanks up there it's that's the way we generate happiness and joy we need it to carry us through two three more days ahead then we do it we pump another one we generate another one you need to generate it so if you're that person that complains that is bitter that has nothing working for them in fact you need to run from yourself Please stop it. Please stop it. You're talking about your child. You have nothing good to say. Shut up. You're talking about your spouse. You have nothing good to say. Please shut up. You're talking about yourself. I don't know how people even do it. As I find like this, so hot, sweet, awesome me. Eh? One billion shades of the only reason why. I'll now sit down and be talking rubbish about myself, the God I carry. How? This beautiful temple. Just how? No, just how now? So God will now sit down and be abusing himself. It, no, you need to think like God. That's why you're suffering. You think like, I don't know what you think like, but you don't think like God. God does not, yeah, he, ah, God have mercy. God does not even think those kinds of thoughts. Those are not godly thoughts. Those are not pure thoughts. Those are not wholesome thoughts. So why are you thinking them? Why even, you just don't think them, you talk about them, you repeat them, you, ah, ah, what's going on here? Guard your heart. Because from it comes the issues of life. The mouth you used to speak, everything you say is a prophecy. Everything you say is, a, uh, you want to go to, prophet, prophet, lay hands on me, pour oil on me, flog me with a uh, bamboo stick, uh, give me holy water, holy oil. My brother, you are, the, you are the prophet of your life. You are the first prophet of your life. So if you keep running from place to place, looking for, looking for, you're doing yourself. In fact, you're wasting your energy. You're losing virtue. Every morning, the things I tell myself, even myself, self, will soji. The things I say to myself, the things I say about myself. Gosh, you are your first prophet, oh. Somebody said, what are you saying about your children? What are you saying about your partner? You are your first prophet, so you must control what happens in your space. Don't be a, 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 a don't carry lion face and you have dog behavior or pussycat behavior. Meow. Somebody's looking at you and expecting a roar. They say, yeah, meow. Haba. Don't be a lion and have the heart of a chicken. Please don't embarrass God. I beg you. Think like God. If, if you think it's a difficult thing to do, ask yourself, will God think this? Will God say this? If he won't, then just shut up. And you need to renew your mind. So you, you purge yourself of those kinds of defeatist, I'm afraid, I'm suffering, life is hard thoughts. You are the prophet of your life. See me like this, this morning. I, I said it again. Everywhere my name is mentioned, it will be mentioned for good and not for evil. The ones that will mention it for evil, they are somewhere, but they're not rich. Because I have amplified my voice so much that it's so loud, it's it's deafening. So that any other person that says they want to speak evil of me, they'll just be, you know how the forgotten ones, uh-huh, nobody will even hear them. Because in the air, I have conditioned it that anywhere my name is mentioned, it will be for good and not for evil. Anyone that hears my voice will like me. They will favor me. Agba, you say, am I playing here? I'm not playing here now. Uh, am I a God for nothing? You determine what will happen in your life and in your space by yourself. It doesn't matter what I see. I'm still an employee. Yes. Loyal to Musali. 
Yes. But I work for God. So when I want to have conversations, there are things I cannot ask my boss for because he will not give me. Do you understand? So I, I don't bother with those things. I just talk to God. My, my overall boss, eh? Your daughter is here again. So God, um, I need or I want or how about this? Or what do you think about this? Or this is what I'm thinking. You know this is what I'm thinking. So um, just make it work. QED, he knows because he sees my heart. So please, 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 all those negative thoughts. How can you give birth to a child? The child is carrying your name, carrying your face, carrying your, your behavior, your, your, your swag. And you talk evil. You open your mouth and say negative things about the child. It's not what you're seeing. You speak what you want to see. You speak what you want to have. You speak what you want to handle. You speak what you want to experience. And you see, you must amplify your voice. You must amplify your voice. Whatever is pure, whatever is noble, whatever is good report, those are the things you should be amplifying. My goodness. God help someone this morning. Stop it. Stop it. Please stop it. Please stop it. Will God think like this? No. Scratch that. Will God speak like this? No. Scratch that. I am the Lord. Ah, see, um, you know, the, the word, if you read the Bible, the word I am, for me, it's like, how would I say it? It's, it's, it's not just, it's not overwhelming. It is consuming. It's, you know how you go for an interview, right? And there are many people in the room, maybe a thousand people. And just say, who is Enoch Bevire? When I stand up to say I am, in that moment, I own the space. So when God says I am, for me, it's one of the most powerful two words in the Bible. I am. So many times when I think, I think I am. I'm not even joking. I think I am. You cannot think, please, 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 don't be making, don't be shit, don't be, uh, don't be pissing on the anointing. Don't be pissing on it. Don't, don't do it. Don't do it. I am. I am. I am God. This is me. I own everything. Whatever I say will happen. I am. So you don't talk loosely. You don't talk anyhow. And no, you don't understand. That's how he's doing me. Undo it all undo that thing that's doing you think like god be god ah you don't understand you need to understand that's what the game that's the game zuckerberg doesn't wake up every morning to think that he's going to lose billions or something he shares it is, nah, 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 nah. he thinks more i'm going to in fact i've taken asia i'm going to take africa that's what you should think they know me in port harcourt i should take the whole of the south south they know me in the south south i should take the whole of the southwest or the southeast i should take nigeria then move on, Ghana, Togo. But you are there, two by four, will not rest. And every time you talk, negative talk, then you are now, don't be like that, please. Don't be that family member that people run away from. And if you have a family member like that, run from them, please. You know, there are things, some people don't like when you preach to them. Some people don't like when you tell them certain things. Just find those things that they don't like. When they call you, start with that kind of gist. Just start so that they will quickly get off the phone. Uh-huh. Quick, be, be, be smart about it. You cannot sit down and somebody's pouring shit, peace, vomit on you. That's what happens when somebody keeps telling you negative stuff. Stop complaining. Nobody likes it. Nobody likes a person who begs. Negative every time. Ah, that thing's hard though. Ah, they suffer. Oh. This government, share everything about you, negativity, run away from that person. Life is hard already. So generate joy, generate happiness, generate good report, generate uplifting things. Be God. There was a storm. Jesus was in the boat. The guy was blowing better sleep. Correct sleep. Then when they woke him up, be still. I went back to bed. Be God that when you get in there, be coming down. Be coming down. You're just agitating for nothing. Be coming down. Say what you want to see. Don't be crippled by what is happening where you are. Because you are God. You are the one that's supposed to bring the change. 
You're the one that's supposed to speak the change. You are the one that's supposed to be the change. Imagine that they woke Jesus in the boat. Say, Jesus, Jesus, boat is sinking. Then Jesus said, This boat that is sinking now. Nah, after they were saying, Jesus. Oh, it is water, devil, devil, why? <laughs> Just peace be still. Build your spirit. Build your spirit. Hmm? It won't happen overnight, especially if you come from a place where a lot of people are that way, you know. Build your spirit. Build your spirit. It's your responsibility. You must build your spirit. You must build your spirit. You must build your spirit. Hmm? The book, The Leader, had no title, by the way. I will persist until I succeed. I will keep speaking what I want to see until it happens. That's what that's what I'm saying this morning. Keep speaking what you want to see until it happens. Keep believing. You must believe so much in your heart, in your head, that it will settle in your heart. Then nobody can shake it. I will persist until I succeed. I was not delivered into this world into defeat, nor does failure cause my veins. I'm not a sheep waiting to be prodded by my shepherd. I am a lion and I refuse to talk, walk or to sleep with the sheep. I will persist until I succeed. O.G. Madino, that's a quote. I will persist until I succeed. I was not delivered into this world into defeat, nor does failure cause my veins. I'm not a sheep waiting to be prodded by my shepherd. I'm a lion and I refuse to talk, walk or to sleep with the sheep. I will persist until I succeed. O.G. Mandino. That's chapter five, the book, The Leader Who Had No Title. Um, Lance Armstrong says, pain is temporary. Quitting lasts forever. Hey, 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 pain. You see that discomfort is temporary. Quitting forever. So Tommy is the leadership mentor. Anna is the housekeeper who is all shades of awesome. And Blake is the guy who's trying to get his life together. You need no title to become a leader. Um, turbulent times build great leaders. Just keep in mind that difficult days never last, but strong people always do. The hard conditions are nothing more than chances to become heroic. Yeah, hard conditions. You know, they fine-tune you. They make you better. They make you stronger. Challenging times in both business and in life are incredible opportunities to transform mess into success. Problems and difficult days are actually good for you, my friend. Difficult days, man. I feel like I've had a difficult decade um uh, what's his name um blake replied <laughs> your future does look bright such great things are already happening for you so the story goes um blake business and life itself can be so unpredictable especially in those these utterly uncertain economic times just when you believe you're clear on what the future is going to look like some competitor or a new piece of technology instantly transforms the industry just like when it feels like things will finally get back into normal a merger takes place and organizations never the same just when you think you have everything figured out a mountain of change sideswipes you and blows you off your feet and you get exactly where I'm going with this mountain metaphor in a few minutes, Tommy said. Did I tell you how excited I am for you to meet the second teacher? You did, Tommy. So they're going to meet another person, right? Um, so they saw some things on the wall, some photographs. One of them reads, embrace the fear. Another reads, hard runs make better skiers and conquer your own Everests. Mm-hmm. Mount Everest. I know they told, taught us that as kids. Yeah, conquer your own Everest. We all have our Everests conquer your own um then they meet who someone mm-hmm. ty okay ty is the next character in the book and um it says my name is ty boyd good to meet you mm. 
so T.Y. is a five-time world slalom skiing champion. All right? Okay. And this is what he says. I used to race all over the world, but had to give up competitive skiing in my early 30s after I shattered my knee at an event in Kisabel, Austria. Kiswell, Austria. For a few years after that, I worked as a ski instructor at some of the most fun ski resorts in the world. Um, okay. So he figured out there was a place where people needed to learn and he is there in New York City. And I've never left. All right. But I wake up every morning working at something I really love doing. And as we used to say, when I made my living skiing, I may not be rich, but I have a rich life. Do, we, do, do, I go, do, I, do I go here? Do rich life matter? No, let me leave it. We might do that tomorrow morning. I have a rich life. Um, I'm impressed. It's a pleasure to meet you. And let's get to where the, the, the conversation gets um, heated. Um, okay. Mm-hmm. They talk about Anna for a bit. And so listen, T. White continued. My job here today, as part of your schooling on leading without a title, is to entertain you. <laughs> Oh my. No, just kidding. Just kidding. Gotta find ways to have a good time in all you do. But seriously, my job today isn't really to entertain you, although I hope you do have a great time in an hour or so together. But I think it's true that no matter what we do in business, we all need to be entertainers, inspiring our customers to love doing business with us. Listen to this. Anyone in business is in show business, as far as I'm concerned. And when we go to work, we are on stage. We need to perform and dazzle the audience. No one cares if you're having a bad day. Really, no one cares. No one cares. Mm. You're having a bad day. Uh-huh. It's bad, not part of <laughs> bad day. It's what happens, you know, it's what happens to humans sometimes. They just want to get the show that they've paid to see. All right. He says, my real goal here is to share the second leadership principle of our philosophy with you so that your inner leader awakens from its sleep even more and you get to express your absolute best even faster. And this is what it is. Turbulent times build great leaders. All right? Turbulent times build great leaders. Look, I run a business. You work in a business. It's all chaotic. Everything's changing. Harsh uncertainty blended with deep negativity. All the rules of the game are different. Competition is fiercer than ever before. Customers are less loyal than they've ever been. Technology has totally altered the way we work. And globalization has leveled the entire playing field. So that only organizations made up of people showing leadership without a title will be left standing. Yeah? Okay. So, um, if you fight against it all, you end up in trouble. The only way you're going to make it down to the bottom in one piece is to commit to the fall line and embrace it versus resisting it. The only way to reach safely is to lead into the mountain. You need to actually lean into the steep slope in front of you rather than try and lean closer to the mountain for protection against falling. You need to actually move closer to the place you most fear instead of pulling back from it. It's counterintuitive, yes, but unless you adopt that technique, you'll definitely be in trouble. Talking about skiing and, you know, the techniques. Um, let's see. The fear you move through when you go to the edge of your limits actually causes your limits to expand. <laughs> the fear you move through when you go to the edge of your limits actually causes your limits to expand. So we have athletes, for example, um, let's you in bolts, yeah? So he runs maybe 10 minutes, 10 seconds rather. That's his limit, right? Once he goes through and becomes 9.99, you know what, what has happened? His limits have expanded. 
assist and that expansion not only translates into far better work but much greater performance in every other area of your life when you consistently move closer to what you're resisting rather than push it all away you'll become not only way more confident in the way you do business you also become more powerful in the way you lead a life and you really get to see how strong you truly are being bold and embracing opportunities that fill you with fear actually turns that fear into power and introduces you to your strengths. And Nishe said, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Mm. So it's when you do the hard things that you get stronger, that you know you know how good your technique is. Un- unless it's tested, we can't tell how good it is. Until a person is tested, we can't tell how good they are. Anyone can be a star when the economy is strong and the competition is weak and your customers are loyal. Difficult times are the ones that reveal what you're made of and what kind of a leader you actually are. What you resist will persist, but what you befriend, you begin to transcend. What you resist will persist, but what you befriend, you begin to transcend. New conditions call for different techniques. You need to adapt. You need to adapt. Anyone can look good in easy conditions. When business is safe, predictable, everything, yeah, 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 yeah. But the organizations that understand this will find that they have a lot less competition and a lot more opportunities for far more growth in these turbulent times. Companies that are made up of clusters of leaders will actually accelerate their growth by speeding up their rate of innovation as their competition pulls back. Build better teams by investing in people while the arrivals shrink training budgets and pick up top talents as their industry peers lay people off. So adapt to the period we're going through. Welcome the danger. Take some intelligent risk and have the courage to concentrate your greatest abilities on your largest opportunities, even if it frightens you. The more you lean in your, into your fears and move towards your challenges, the more staggering the rewards that will come your way. The more you do things you're scared to do, the more you'll be showing real leadership. The more you give to your work and to life itself amid deep change, the more you receive. Life's pretty fair like that. All the disruptions out there will take you to some beautiful places, man. It's all a gorgeous gift. All of it. He has given you everything that pertains to life and God. What else do you want God to come and do? Rain is falling. God, I need water. Now rain is falling. Carry your buckets outside. You know, agree. Build reservoirs so that you can be lazy somewhere and the water will enter. You know, agree. Put bail. You don't, you're not doing anything. You're just sleeping and you're hoping that after the rain has stopped and the ground has swallowed the water that it needs to, to give our food nutrients and stuff, then another, no, don't be like that. When you pray for the rain, prepare to fetch the water. That's how Christians behave. If your behavior is not in alignment, check what you're, what you're doing, what you're believing. Speaking in tongues has got nothing on this. People that speak in tongues, you know what it is? What I, let me not go there. Let me, should I? <laughs> it's like, you know when you, uh, when you watch football, yeah? You see how they analyze on those screens that they kind of move stuff. That's what you do. You move things. You, you align. So you cannot be moving things that you are complaining in another breath or you are saying things are not working. You're not a Christian. You don't even know God. When you speak in tongues, you are arranging, you are controlling narratives. You are deci- This is how it, you are, uh, how will I say it? You are deciding what will happen. Some people don't understand. They will not still understand. Let me leave it. Let me leave it. <laughs> 
Oh my, you are God on earth. Anything that you think you don't like, change it. It's in you, 100%. When Peter was on the water, when he was walking on the water, he was looking at Jesus. He made a request, Master, bid me come. Many of you are in that position right now. You've said, Master, bid me come. That is, Master, tell me to come. And Jesus said, come. He said, a walking, right? He was looking at Jesus. Then, what people, gossip, turbulence, the water started raging. And it's normal. Anytime you're focused on something and you're going to hit something big, you see the turbulence will start. The water will start raging. That's what happens, right? So what did Peter do? He forgot who told him to come. He forgot why he was even able to walk on the water. In the f- Many of you, you have forgotten. You have forgotten. He forgot. And then he took his eyes off Jesus and then started to sink. And then he remembered and he yelled <laughs> and God, uh, Jesus saved him. Do you understand? So many times, because we shift our eyes from the goal, once you see, distractions will come. Their owner is 99 unit cost. They will come. Different from your mother, your father, your husband, your wife, your children. Everywhere, the distractions will come. But if you don't focus, you start to sink. And some people will sink. They will drown. Then they will start... Someone was not trying, trying to resuscitate them. Then they now start looking, okay, how was he able to do this in the first place? And then I start going back to the beginning. You must keep your eyes on the ball. Why am I here? There are some mornings I'm done with work. I'm so frustrated. Then they lie. The next morning I'm here again. We die here. This work of God must continue. Do you understand? There, there are days like that every now and then. Not often, but you know, something will just happen. Just mess up my my spirit and I'll dust it off. I'm not rich. I'm not rich. We have a bigger calling. Do you understand? But you need to focus on the goal. Why were you able to do this in the first place? What were those things that made it possible? And it all starts in the mind. That's why you must guard your heart. So your work is like a bucket, is like a a reservoir. So every day you go out to work, God will fill it with stuff, good things, amazing things, beautiful things. So if you don't go out to work, then you don't have a bucket. So you must do good work so that you can build a great bucket or a pail or a reservoir so that God would fill it every day with good things. That's work. And that's why he says, I will bless the work of your hands. And death and life are in the power of the tongue. Two things. So yeah, you work, you speak good things, you prophesy good things to your life, and then um, you take over 